Hi, my name is Nina Turnipsey, manager of Thunderhorse Publishing. I'm Joseph Clay, founder and CEO of josephbclay.com. Together, we host Spotlighting the Indie Author. We shine the light on the indie author by reviewing their books and interviewing them. The podcast is filled with information and advice, while at the same time entertaining. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform. That's right, Nina. We are entertaining, but serious when it comes to showcasing the talents of the indie author with our book reviews and interviews. So come on, join us for the fun. On today's podcast, episode three, we will focus the spotlight on the book, Promise Me Always, written by indie author G. Michelle. Will we see G. Michelle on the New York's bestseller list? How many stars will Promise Me Always be awarded? Can the indie author learn anything from another indie author? The answers to those questions and more are coming up. Here's Christy with a little more on this amazing new author. Hi, my name is Christy Warren, Executive Assistant at JosephEclay.com. A little about G. Michelle. G. Michelle writes contemporary romances and is not sorry about giving her characters not only a happy ever after, but also snarky comebacks and playful banter along with hot, steamy action. G. Michelle admits that she is an avid reader of smutty romance and likes to include a little in her books. She also gleefully admits her addiction to coffee, depressing indie music, and Netflix. G. Michelle had always dreamed of being a novelist. She wrote her first novel, Promise Me Always, as an escape from the pressures of day-to-day life. For a long time, the novel sat on her computer to be brooded over, dismissed, and agonized upon. One day, she decided to take the plunge and share her version of a contemporary and erotic romance. Now to the book review. Take it away, Nina. Thank you, Christy. Hello, everyone. My name is Nina Turnipseed, manager of Thunderhorse Publishing and co-host of spotlighting the indie author. Jojo won't be joining us me today as he is away on business. He was able to help with this show's teaser and book blurb before his departure. Let me explain how I came about reading Promise Me Always, written by Jean Michelle. While doing so, you will also learn a tad about me. I'm a huge fan of what many in the industry consider mommy porn. Like Jean Michelle, I have always wanted to be an author. When I hung up my dancing shoes, I decided it was time to chase that drink. My genre of choice, you guessed it, erotica. I had no idea where to start. I ran across Thunderhorse Publishing on the internet. Once I noticed that their consultation and advice was free, I contacted them. 
I explained my dream. After several emails and phone conversations on how to start my new career, I was assigned my lesson. I was issued a required reading list. Promise Me Always was one of the six books on that list. To answer the earlier question, can an indie author learn anything from another indie author? I can attest that the answer is a definite yes. I'll cover some of what I've learned when the class bell rings later in the podcast. Now to the book review. Promise Me Always was written by G. Michelle and published in 2016. The tale does depict some sexual situations and falls into the genre of adult erotica. Promise Me Always is the first book in the Bayou series and was to be a three-book series. The last two books have yet to materialize. This is a shame because G. Michelle is a talented author and we hope to hear from her soon. We also hope she gets the interior issues this book has ironed out and not carry them over to the next release. More on that later. You can connect with G. Michelle on her Facebook page. The link to that page can be found in the show notes. Now give a listen to the book blurb of Promise Me Always. There are some mistakes that we regret for the rest of our lives. Some of us run as far from our past as we can. Unfortunately, the past has a way of catching up to us. Evie's point of view. Falling in love with Gabriel Reese had been effortless. Leaving Gabriel Reese, devastating. I broke both of our hearts the day I walked away. I thought I was making the right decision, but I was wrong. So for six long years, I've stayed away. I raised the daughter he knew nothing about, and I told myself daily that I'd done the right thing. When disaster struck, I was forced to move home, forced to see him after all these years, forced to keep a secret that would tear him apart. Gabe's point of view. I had my life all planned out, and it didn't include meeting Evie or falling in love, but it did. Evie had changed all my plans. She had been my heart. There was nothing I wouldn't have done to make her happy. Then she'd walk away. I'd never forgotten her, never gotten over her, never let her go. Now she's home, and I can't stay away. She's fighting me every step, but all I need is to show her just how unbreakable our connection is. I still love her. I still need her. Always. What did you think about the teaser? Sounded good when the different points of view were read by different people. Would it have been better if it had been read by a single person? Give us your thoughts on the book blurb. Let us know if you found it confusing. And here's why I want to know. I've read some comments from readers that they found the blurb confusing. I think this is because not many blurbs switch point of views. I'm sure they are out there, but I've not seen them. My personal opinion, I thought the book teaser was enticing and depicted the story well. I can understand why some would find this type of book blurb confusing, because it is unique. To me, this teaser drives home the conflict between the two characters. Enough about what's on the back cover. Time to get to the action between the covers. We can tell from the blurb, Promise Me Always is a love story of two young people. 
Gabe and Evie. The plot was appealing and realistic, however it was a bit transparent. The tale is set in New Orleans, Louisiana. You can feel the humid air. You can smell the magnolia blossoms and the sense the passion and deception from chapter one. Was the deception intentional or was it by mistake? Could it be that one character felt that deception was the only way to keep the truth ahead? Or maybe to them it was the right thing to do and necessary to protect all involved never thinking about the devastation it was causing those near and dear to them until the truth will the truth ever come out and if so will it be too late to mend the broken hearts left in deception's wake the sexual scenes are steamy to say the least and are scattered throughout the book when the tension reaches its peak between gabe and evie bam g michelle drops a sex scene in at the right time. Not only are these love scenes tastefully done, but are believable and told from each character's point of view. Gabe and Evie are both strong characters. G. Michelle masterfully brings their flaws to the surface as well as their strong points. The supporting cast is full of colorful characters with strong personalities. This makes the book more believable, as in the South, family is everything, and that theme shows throughout the book. The dialogue is right on point for this part of the country, and is filled with wit, wisecracks, and southern humor and charm. Promise Me Always grabs the reader's interest from the first line and keeps the reader flipping pages to see what happens next. I found the story well-paced, which kept me from being bored. With an inevitable climax that was an eye-opener, all questions were answered. After the climax, the author wraps up the story in a timely manner. That will do it for the book review. While you listen to this important but short message, I'll be calculating how many stars to award Promise Me Always. Hello, Christy again. The Corral, an online magazine, is looking for indie authors to participate in the following features. Reviews by Christy, books from the barn, along with author spotlights and interviews. Don't forget about the open submissions for poems, flash fiction pieces, and short stories. Have you entered one of those writing contests yet? That's right, the Corral also has several visual writing prompt contests in progress. Head on over to our website and join in on the fun. You can find the link in the show notes. Thank you, and now back to the podcast. Welcome back. My calculations are complete. I liked the hot, steamy, and sometimes raw sex scenes. I liked the characters and their development. This author came out of the gate with a great first-time effort. I didn't like Evie's rebelliousness toward her family. There was no reason given. 
the story did bog down at some points. The story alone should get four or higher stars. However, our reviews encapsulate the whole book. Since spotlighting the indie author and Thunder Horse Publishing share the same goals of showcasing the talents of the indie author, teaching the indie author, and to lift the awful stigma that surrounds the indie author, I can only give Promise Me Always a three. Three stars, and that rating is generous. For more on what we take in consideration when awarding stars, visit our podcast webpage. This information can be found under the About Purpose tab. You can find the link in the show notes below. What did I find that would drop a four-plus story down to three? I'm about to tell you. Gather around and get ready to take notes as class is in session. Today, I will cover what this author did wrong to drop the star rating, but first, let's cover what she did right. I've already talked about the book blurb for Promise Me Always. We didn't cover the technical aspect of it. The blurb comes in at 221 words. That's only 71 words over the 150, which is the ideal word count for a book blurb. Not bad for a first-time author. The book cover, although a cookie-cutter cover, looks professional. The cover art, which appears to be a stock photo, does depict a scene from the book. I like the cover's simplicity and choice of colors that complement one another. While liking the covers, I found all of them bland, liking pop and pizzazz. I also thought the cover of the printed version could have been more sexual. After all, this book is in the erotica genre. What do I mean by all the covers? I found at least four covers for Promise Me Always. The only cover that had any sex appeal, the ebook cover, that cover depicted a man's upper torso with a six pack of abs exposed. But it was still bland. Why so many covers? I know that with each different version, ebook, print, and audio, etc., you need different ISBNs. But do you need different covers? The answer to that question is no. The cover is the book's brand and logo. All covers should look the same. Sure, authors change covers. Elmore Leonard did with his short story collection. But Mr. Leonard also changed titles along with the cover. The content, the short stories, within the book stayed the same. Authors will change covers with each new edition. The first edition cover will be different from the second edition. The third edition will have yet another cover design. The lesson I learned here, no matter what format, ebook, print, etc., use the same cover. Doing so will give the book the brand needed for marketing. Book cover art should not only hint at what's between the covers, but also reflect the genre, like the book blurb. Let's go to backstory. Promise Me Always contains a fair amount of backstory. To help the reader keep track between past and present, the author places a date, the month and the year, at the beginning of the time jump chapter. The date is justified left and can be found under or above the chapter title. 
backstory slowing a book down is normal, especially when used by a new author. This author did an above average job with the backstory. There was only a couple of places it slowed the story, and for the most part, it enhanced the tale. I didn't care for the way the first paragraph of a chapter began or after a line scene break. The first three or four words were in a bigger font. My opinion, use a drop cap would have looked better and been more professional. Speaking of line scene breaks, this author used a couple of commonly used methods. To show time has passed between the last sentence and the next, the author uses white space. White space is nothing more than doubling or tripling the spacing between paragraphs. I like the way this author changes point of views. First, at the beginning of every chapter, a character's name is listed. The name is justified left. It's either above or below the title. Yes, it varies throughout the book. The point of view of the chapter is that of the character listed. When the point of view changes within a chapter, the author adds the name of the character the point of view is switching to, justifies it left, then begins the next chapter. I love this technique so much I plan on incorporating it into my writing style. This method has endless possibilities when writing sex scenes. After all, two lovers tangling under the sheets are not thinking or feeling the same thing. I also learned to make sure your book has consistent formatting. What did I learn about writing sex scenes? Keep them real. Sex doesn't have to be pulled off while hanging from a cliff to make it interesting. I also found it refreshing that you could tell Gabe and Evie were normal people while having sex. Sometimes they made love, other times they were having raw sex. At no time did they come across as porn stars or contortionists. Not once did I stop reading and think, think to myself, Nina, there ain't no way people can have sex in that manner. As mentioned before, but it's worth repeating, Promise Me Always is G. Michelle's first book. Unlike most first-time indie authors, this book was well-written with a solid plot. The mistakes in spelling and grammar are hard to find as they are few. So what was it to kill this book as far as stars? The table of contents in the printed version is incorrect. The first chapter is the only one that starts out on the page listed in the table of contents. The other 34 chapters do not. Now let's talk about confusion. I've already covered how the four plus book cover tossed me four loops. The different covers didn't decrease the number of stars. What's on the covers did. The printed version, there's a book title, author's name, and cover art. On the ebook Kindle version, we have the author's name, the book title, and a subtitle, Gabe and Evie. The book title on Amazon reads, Promise Me Always, a Bayou Romance Book One. Goodreads cover covers the book title, the subtitle, which is The Broussard Family, and the author's name. 
The question is this, are we reading the first book in the Bayer Romance series, or the Broussard family, or maybe the Gabe and Evie series? Wondering what the next book in the series will be? Well, so am I. The printed version has the title, Promise Me Fairy Tales. The Kindle ebook has the title, Promise to Stay, coming in the summer of 2016. As far as I can tell, neither title has been published. Next, the printed format has 35 chapters. The Kindle ebook format has 39 chapters. The chapters between the two formats are not in the same order. Why are there more chapters in the ebook? Why has the order of the chapters changed? This issue may not be the author's mistake, but in reality, they are. All authors are responsible for proofing all work, no matter the format, before it is released to a publisher. This book fell below industry standards because of these issues. Not only that, it doesn't help lift the horrible stigma engulfing the indie author. This is why the book only received three stars out of five. Whoa, there's the bell ending today's class. If you like romance with some hot action, this book is for you. I will close with some exciting news. Spotlighting the indie author is switching from a once-a-month podcast to bi-monthly. Our next show will air on May 15th. That's only half the news. Then I'll be interviewing JoJo, or as the world knows him, Joseph Clay, author blogger, and entrepreneur. We're going to cover it all and see what makes this man tick. Hope you will join us. Again, I sincerely appreciate each and every one for listening to Spotlighting the Indie Author Podcast. Until next time, hugs, mm-mm-mm, and kisses. Nina. Roll the credits. episode or description or notes contain the following links to the author's website or social media page and or the guest's website or social media page the credits for the music and sound effects the link to spotlighting the indie author podcast webpage the link to spotlighting the indie author blog contained within the webpage the blog will contain links to the companies mentioned in the podcast and reference blog. The blog will also contain other pertinent information discussed in today's show. Spotlighting Indie Author can be found on most major podcast platforms. Visit our podcast website for the link or search your favorite podcast app for. Please, if you enjoyed the show, subscribe and use the comment section to let us know your thoughts. Thank you for listening and please join us for our next podcast. Till then, this is Christy and the crew of Spotlighting the Indie Author bidding you farewell for next time. Spotlighting the Indie Author is a Joseph D. Clay.com podcast. Mm-hmm.